Hello and welcome back to another Her Gypsy Soul podcast episode, The Stories That Bind Us. My name is Jacqueline Van Bierk. I am a singer, songwriter, I'm an artist, a music composer and producer, and I just love having conversation with people because we are so much more alike than we are different. And I keep saying that and I will keep saying that because that is the truth. <laughs> I have a lot of different guests on my podcast from health experts to just gypsies who live life their own way. Um, critical thinkers, which I am definitely one of them, um, and just creative people who find a way to make life, living life on their terms. And I think that is what we all strive for, being in alignment with our true essence, being in alignment with who we really are, and also following our passion, our dreams. I see so many people um, choose some life mainly jobs that they do it only because the pay or whatever you know the security and in life there are no securities the only thing you really have is your skills your mind and your will to to succeed in whatever you set out to do um so today's guest i'm so excited because she is just an amazing person she's a rock star her name is emilia mccloskey and she is the director of am licensing it's a music licensing company uh, in england and she just started without really not knowing much but she knew that that's what she wanted to do and she's making it happen and she is on fire. So with no further ado, I'm so honored and excited to have her on. Hi, Amelia. How are you? I am good. How are you? <laughs> you know, you are such an interesting person and we actually work together. I have some songs in yes. your yes. library. Um, mm -hmm. You're a music lover and I would love to find out you have your director mm -hmm. of AM licensing mm -hmm. and I would love to find out what brought you to where you are now. And mm -hmm. your passion for music, I just love hearing those stories, how you started this, you know, how, how you got there. Yeah, definitely. So I started out um, as an artist, like many do, many moons ago. And I studied music, then I studied vocals, and I went into vocal coaching for 15 years. Um, and then I also went into then, I also wrote as well um and used to write a lot of songs i signed a publishing deal um and then went into developing artists for nearly 10 years and i would have a hand in every single aspect of that so that would be from you know the vocal coaching the writing the production the pr the distribution like the tools the everything and that gave me a really good overview of the whole industry and then uh, a couple of years ago, I wanted to move into sync. I found it really, really interesting. I knew nothing about it, but I set up a business in it anyway. And I thought, Do you know what? I'm just going to figure it out as I go. Make the mistakes, learn from it, and just see what happens. So <laughs> I love that. I, I think it's so important when you have a gut feeling to just jump mm. in and do it and learn as you go. Because, you know, so often yeah. it stops us. It's like, we, we don't know. So you're like, I don't know how this works. Blah, blah, I don't want to fail. And you could have already started this, you know, and now you're mm -hmm. doing it. So I, I love that you just jumped in. And how is it going so far? Yeah, good. Um, it, obviously, at the beginning, it was 
difficult because I didn't really know what I was doing. So it was just a lot of learning, learning, learning. And uh, I made a really stupid mistake right at the start um, because I placed three tracks um, for a placement and didn't put the right contact details on. So I cut myself out of the deal basically. And that cost me $12,000. <laughs> Look, trust me, I'm not normally that stupid <laughs> but we all make mistakes exactly, and exactly. wow I learn quickly um and so it's mistakes like that you know um but I still run the two companies I still have my other side of things AM Studios which I won a business award for this year and the AM licensing so I set about and signed a whole ton of music single-handedly as well um, globally and from that just started building up relationships going to conferences flying you know to places like LA and, and things like that to connect and over time it just it just built and started to land some placements has had a great relationship with a particular music supervisor who really helped to launch my career and it just grew and grew so now um we represent 1500 rights holders worldwide. There's a few of us now, and now doing music supervision projects and clearances as well. Awesome. For an artist who wants to get into sync, because I feel mm. a lot of artists are, you know, they're really creative and talented, but a lot of times they really lack when it comes to business skills, right? What would you say is like the most common thing that you, go, oh my God, please do this before you send me any music. Yeah. Firstly, um, working with a lot of creative people all the time and being a creative person myself, um, the main thing is to not get caught up with too many ideas or try to focus on too many things at once. That being in a creative sense, but also in a business sense. So, you know, we can all get caught up with needing to, to launch yourself, promote yourself, but also you need to be focusing on your songs. And before you know it, you try to do everything and you get overwhelmed and then you end up doing nothing. So I, after speaking with quite a few creative people, especially in terms of sync, this is one of the main things that has been brought to my attention is just to divide your time and make sure you're spending the time in the right areas as well, because you can end up spending too much time on things that bring little or no results, or you can end up chasing your tail around in circles. So um, don't try and do and be everything. In the same as sync as well, don't try and write for, for gaming and for TV and, you know, for film and advertising. Just focus on one thing and be great at it. Wow, such great advice because we all, I think, sometimes end up chasing things, right? It's like, oh, it's easy to, mm, you know, yeah, we've all done it. Yeah, yeah. And, and the truth is, you can't be everything at, at, at once. I think one, what people don't understand is that when they see others do all these things, but those people mm -hmm. focused on one thing first and established themselves first mm -hmm. in one field. And then they branched out because now they have the connections and they have the trust from, because you also have to, we have to build trust, right? You have to trust mm -hmm. me that my song is not, 
in 20 other libraries or, or mm. sync agencies, you know, and my, my song is copywritten and my, maybe not necessarily copywritten, but at least uh, registered with the PRO. Mm. And the mm. splits are perfect, right? So that you at the end don't end up. With yeah, you. so just do your research, do your homework, study before. I mean, I say that I'm a bit of a hypocrite. I didn't really study before I went into it. But, <laughs> but I did learn through, you know, conferences and things like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it really does help to have, you know, understand what's needed in terms of metadata because. You know, there's times when I've had to pass on pitching tracks and things because people haven't given me the necessary metadata that I need, and, and especially if it's urgent. And if I don't have that information, then I'm probably not going to go to you for music. I'm going to go to right. someone else that does have all that in place. And also, you know, knowing the right to splits and knowing what you need to register and what codes you need to give and just make make everyone's job easier for them because they have enough challenges themselves that they come up against anyway so definitely and especially if you're working with artists from the US because the time difference so you can't always get a hold of someone right the second you need tell me about it ask, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah when working on urgent briefs and stuff I mean I've been you know I will work in the night to see what's happening with it and things like that that's the only thing actually is the time difference can be a bit of a pain but also conversion rates from dollars into pounds can be a bit of a bummer as well mm, right <laughs> right do you feel that in the near future you may step into the whole cryptocurrency field of of, of paying artists that way is is that in the um, cryptocurrency, uh, no, um, actually my ex-partner was like, uh, worked in that. And so I did learn quite a lot about it, but no, it's definitely not for me. Like, okay. no way. Because I, I think the transaction would be so much faster and it's, it's, it doesn't matter, you know, if it's dollars or if it's yen or if it's whatever, you know. You I know, know, maybe we'll end up going that way. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, that'd be kind of interesting. Yeah. 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 It's exciting, actually. <laughs> yeah, for sure. As a, as a person in licensing, what do you feel is your biggest uh, hurdle that you had to overcome um, starting your company, starting starting from scratch, you know? Um, I would say the biggest hurdle would be managing my time at the beginning because I was still also managing artists at the same time, which I still wow. do. Um, so I'd get, it was about managing my time and not burning out because when you're excited and you want to build something, you want to work on it all the time, but you can't, you can't do that. Um, I would say also um, just establishing, establishing myself. Um, that took time. And so it was learning the best way to do that in the most cost-effective way as well. Right, right. Because I couldn't be flying here, there and everywhere. Who's got the funds for that? Um, but now, you know, with Zoom and everything like that, it's definitely made it a lot easier. And actually, you just do. You just end up meeting people. You get involved in events. And, you know, now I speak at a lot of events, which also helps massively 
Mm-hmm. And in the fact that then you don't have to pay for the tickets, which is a bonus. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I would just say um, get involved as well with as many events as possible, um, because this industry is all about who you know. And literally, I took a call with a supervisor last week who I hadn't really met before. And from that, I'm now on being offered a project just from one phone call. Um, so it's all about talking to as many people as you can. Definitely. Oh my God, so true. Because you know, a lot of times people go to events and then they say, "Oh, this sucks." It's, it's yeah, because they don't talk to anybody. It's like you have to just talk. To yeah, you because- really have to put yourself out there. You've definitely got to be a people's person in this kind of business. Or if you're not, get someone to represent you. That is. <laughs> I was just gonna say that. Yeah. yeah. Um, you've definitely really got to put yourself out there, and don't be afraid to just sell yourself, pick yourself up. Um, especially with a lot of artists, they struggle to do that, yeah. I notice. Um, and, and it's not easy, but confidence is key. Make it to you make it, as they say. <laughs> Absolutely. It, mm. And I feel, I, I totally feel the same because um, I'm a very outgoing person, but sometimes I'm like, you know, I don't want, because you feel like, we have to shift our mindset from we're not asking for a favor we're actually adding value to someone else you know, exactly like- yeah you are you are providing a service and people need that service so it's also that also comes down to know your worth know your value don't doubt yourself mm-hmm. you've got to believe in in your you and your music a thousand percent because you've got to pitch that absolutely so and, and yeah. with you saying that, you know, I see a lot of people, they would just give their music away for free because they just want to get the exposure, you know? Mm-hmm. And I always say, God, be careful because you, mm-hmm. you undervaluing everybody else's work. First yeah, of all. I was about to say, yeah. You know? The only time that I would do that um, in terms of say, you know, gratis is if there's, if it will lead to other opportunities and I know that that is more guaranteed that it will so I would also have a few conditions in place if I was going to do that that may not be money orientated but you can't put a price on recommendations so if I was going to offer my services for you know a project that I really want to work on I'd be like yes I'll do that but you need to then recommend me to at least three other people um that's going to get me even more projects rather than just giving up my time that comes with conditions so it's being smart like they say it works smart not hard yeah i love that because that that's not to me that's not gratis that's like just building a relationship because everything is relationships yeah because there's a lot of value in that that can be worth more than the money in the long run so sometimes Mm -hmm. it's looking at the bigger picture that yes you might not have like the upfront money straight away but if you can see there might be value in that um and they may be able to help in other areas that isn't you know, money orientated that will help to perhaps further your career, then put that on the table. Like consider that. So yeah. Because it's a win-win. Everybody wins in that situation. And I really love that you were an artist first and that you are still Mm -hmm. an artist. Like you know, Mm -hmm. I think you can never just I used to be an artist. I think you once you are an artist, you are an artist. Oh always. Yeah. 
And so, 100%. I really miss even writing sometimes because I remember when I set out, I was like, I just want to be a writer and a <laughs> singer. But, you know, things change and your passions change. But, um, yeah, I, I, that will never leave me. Mm. Like, definitely not. Like, I even still keep up with my scales every day as a vocalist. I love like, it. <laughs> so, yeah. I love that. I actually have to get back into it because I have not been practicing and I'm also a vocal coach. I, I used to teach. I, I have, I've taken a break for a while. Yeah. I'm like, you know, girl, you got to get back in there and get your chops back up because it's muscles that we have to work. You know? Yeah, exactly. And another thing about this industry is that what I've learned over the years is really important to have multiple income streams. Don't just rely on one income stream and put all your eggs in one basket because like, look at, say with COVID and the life side, if you were just a live performer, you were probably massively hit by that. I mean, we all were in, in some ways, weren't we? I mean, but it definitely really does help to kind of set up those multiple streams of income. Absolutely. Definitely. I love but, that. But um, in terms of sync, I do offer mentoring, you know, for people that want to learn the ins and outs of the everything, whether that's, you know, setting up a sync agency or, you know, taken from start to finish. So from, you know, song creation right through to branding yourself, through to bringing it to market and how to pitch yourself properly because you know, with the amount of music that gets sent to me, I see what people are doing right and what people are doing wrong. And it really does make a massive difference when you have that expertise from the beginning. It stops you wasting time. And like I said earlier, stops you wasting time, spending time on the wrong areas. Because you could be pitching and pitching and pitching and pitching and spending all your time on it. But if you haven't got the music right, or even if the sound quality isn't right, you're using, you know, cheap plugins or you haven't invested in a good sound library, then you're wasting your time. But how are you going to know that? Unless a supervisor gives you some feedback, which majority of the time, they don't have that kind of time. So mm. it just helps you get results quicker and that honesty that you really need. And also try and collaborate with people as much as possible. Absolutely. I think that collaboration is so important because you're leveraging, you know, not Their just your talent, well. but also, yeah, your contacts and your, and your talents, you know, if you have yeah. other people put, plugging as well. I really love working with people like you because mm. as artists, as much as we should always promote ourselves and pitch ourselves, but I think also supervisors love to hear from people like you because they trust you, right? They have a relationship mm. with you versus they may not know me or they may like, other artists they might not know that they also don't have the time if there's like 20,000 artists pitching them daily versus mm -hmm. you you where you have a very organized library right you, you have everything in, in place your contracts your mm -hmm. metadata they know that you are ready to go right exactly and as a music supervisor there's a risk that comes with also doing that job because if if you give them music that, you know, hasn't been cleared properly, that could run the risk of, you know, everyone getting sued and getting in trouble for that later on and the production that's working on that. So it's also 
keeping that in mind as to why they need to use trusted sources right and for their job to, yeah and you don't want to burn your bridge you don't, you know, you definitely don't want to be blacklisted from the whole industry for something like that <laughs> that'd be quite difficult to crawl back yeah. wow i know you have to go soon what is there mm. anything specific you currently need that maybe people if they wanted to go, uh, hit you up or you're not accepting any music at the moment um what is yeah i'm always it might take me sometimes a little bit longer to get back to people but i will always try and listen personally listen to everything that gets sent to me because i quality control all the music that gets sent. i don't just have you know one of my employees do it i personally do that um, and you are welcome to to email me. Um, it might just take me a little while to actually just get through it all, but mm. I know I know how difficult it is. And I was also there too, you know. So I have that empathy, and I do sympathise. I, I know how tough it is. So that's why I'll always try and and also just help where I can. Right, right. You're so sweet. And just give that advice. Yeah, mm. I think it's so nice to work with. People like you are very generous, very genuine, you know, and very authentic because at the end of the day, we want to, we are all just people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it's a tough industry. So the more people that look out for one another in this, the better the whole industry is going to be really, isn't it? So, um, but yeah, also with the mentoring as well, like, for people that need that extra assistance or want to make sure they're on the right track or really need full personal one-to-one -one guidance then i can offer that so also get in touch with that as well okay so is there a specific way they should uh, get a hold of you or just yeah so to email me at info at am-licensing.com yeah mm -hmm, mm -hmm. awesome yeah. and um what do you like to do when you're not working? What is oh my god, to like, do? <laughs> any everyone that knows me knows I love to work, so my downtime is actually pretty limited. It's definitely a problem I am still trying to work on, even at my age. I'm trying to get better at I have a horse, so I, yeah, I love to ride, and it's during the times that I go out, I love being out in nature, it's like my downtime when I can reflect, and um, even on business problems or coming up with plans, that's where I get all my inspiration, so obviously I love hanging out with my friends and family as well, yeah. um, but like with this week, I literally, I'm making sure I have one day off. You have to remember what I said about the burning out earlier. Like, yeah, I'm good at giving advice. I'm not always good at <laughs> <laughs> <I know. laughs> actually practicing it. Um, but yeah. Oh yeah, being out in nature is absolutely for me too. That's like when when you totally reconnect, you know, and recharge. Too. Yeah, a thousand percent. Like you have to recharge because you can literally work twenty four seven on this, couldn't you? Like seven days a week but don't <laughs> it's never any don't it never gets you anywhere gotta have the that beautiful thing is first of all you work for yourself and second of you really love what you do and do what you love and i think that is like because then work never feels like work you know and that's, that's why i spend so much time on it literally coming out of school uh studying it i went straight into setting up my business and 
I've been lucky that, you know, I haven't really had to work for anyone else. So when it's on you, you have to put in those hours, but you don't mind because, you know, you're building something. So, mm. yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. Absolutely. Oh, I love this. Any last advice for, for any up and coming artists or even seasoned artists? I always feel like it's always about the young and up, up and coming, but there's also maybe people that have years of experience and, and talent and gifts that maybe they haven't quite put into place yet, or they, they are, mm -hmm. you know, they, they, like you were mentioning live performers, right? Maybe people that have yeah. just, they're not in, what would you give them? What kind of advice would you give them? If they just want to start, they're like, oh, sing sounds great. Like, I don't know where to start besides a mentoring program. <laughs> exactly. Um, just learn all about it. And a lot of people want to do things, but they hold back for X, Y, Z. They'll have a million excuses under the sun as to why they can't do something rather than that they can. So it's just, just go for it. If the, you know, um, yes, it's a saturated market, but there's only one of you. So you should always just go for it if that's what you want to do um, and just research it, get mentoring. Um, and also don't ever second guess yourself either. Just have the confidence um, and read the contracts, get legal advice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah yeah always <laughs> always get legal advice on contracts and there's so many um communities sync communities and things now as well um where you can turn to for advice and things like that but 100 you should just go for it but don't be too precious over your music i mean i know it's hard because you know i was right to myself and the hardest thing is to put out your your work and receive other people's opinions on that be open to you know criticism but only criticism that's going to help and everyone's going to have a different opinion music's really subjective and that's a difficult thing one person will feel one way about your music and another will feel another so you've kind of just gotta take what you can from it but ultimately you know just keep believing in your songs keep keep honing your craft the work is never done oh, i love that what a great way to end this yeah. <laughs> that is amazing thank you so much for being on of course thank you for having me on thank you yeah. and you have a fantastic weekend and yes have fun mentoring i know that's probably amazing because you know teachers. yes i'm literally just about to jump on a mentor yes now, <laughs> thank you yeah so lovely much. chat all right thank see you, you later bye, bye. As always, thank you so much for tuning in. I know you have so many other things to do throughout your day, but I feel like this was really worth for any musician, especially anyone wanting to get into the licensing um, industry, the music industry in general, but maybe you are a performer, but you haven't really considered, you know, placing your music in film TV. So. I hope you got a lot out of it. As always, in the in the comments below, you can find the information. And feel free to contact her. And remember to be kind, to be uh, patient, because people in the music industry are very overwhelmed and very overworked and underpaid. So <laughs> be respectful of her time. And as always, I will leave you with a song of mine. It's a brand new release. It's called The Calling. You have a fantastic, amazing, day, weekend, month,
life. I'll talk to you in the next one. Speak, break the silence, pray for the Rise again. And